Hi everyone, uh, welcome to the Showcloud podcast. Today we're going to be talking about AppSec uh, and everything around AppSec. As always, my name is Nick Hayes. I've been here at Showcloud for a little while and I've been delivering these podcasts for a little while. And today we've got a special guest on the episode, Simone Quattrini, is joining us today to talk about everything AppSec. Uh, welcome, Simone. Hello. Thank you, Nick. Thank you for having me. No problem at all. Um, for the listeners, could you just give you a, a little brief introduction to yourself? Of course, yes. I am Simone Quadrini. I joined SureCloud one year and a half ago. And yeah, I have quite a lot of experience within the AppSec industry, around 10 year experience. So yeah. Fantastic. Excellent. Welcome to the episode. And as mentioned at the top, we're going to talk about AppSec. You know, what does it mean? What is it? How do organizations look after it, embed it? You know, what are the things here we're going to talk about? So we've got a few questions to run through and then we'll, we'll go from there and see where the conversation leads us. Tamari, could you tell us what is the AppSec discipline? What do we mean by it? Absolutely. So AppSec relates to security of application, right? Whenever we talk about application, we talk about web application, binary application, mobile application, and API, for example, right? These are things that we use every day, actually, through laptop, through the mobile phone, our smart TV, or even the Alexa or the Dot from Google. They actually talk that kind of language. They actually talk API language. So we use it very much every day. Excellent. Thank you very much. So yeah, everything that's around is application-wise, right? Um, fantastic. And um, could you tell me a little bit more about how organizations can implement a, a successful AppSec program? So perhaps they're creating their own applications or perhaps they're developing on behalf of someone else. What practices can they do? You know, what are the practical steps that they can do to kind of implement that into their working environment? So companies that actually develop application that fall within the AppSec discipline, they should consider approaching business like ours just to initiate a conversation around securing their product and see if it's actually secure uh, before going in production, before storing sensitive data. So yes, I would say that the best approach is just to initiate a conversation, first of all, and then uh, they can understand what is needed and how we work and how can we help them. Okay. That's a simplistic level. You're looking to get assurances over an application of some sort, right? So, and it's the, the pieces that you put around that to get to the outcome. Correct. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. So I've heard a lot of little, you know, I've heard a lot in the news around DevSecOps. Also seems to be mentioned quite regularly alongside AppSec, but also you kind of hear these terminologies like shift left and things like that. And um, for the listeners, could you just kind of put a little bit of clarity on the difference between AppSec and, and DevSecOps and, and what we mean by shifting left? So they are really similar to each other, but obviously different. AppSec actually feed back into the DevSecOps. Whenever new threats uh, are coming out, AppSec is able to pick them up and then able to feed them to the DevSecOps chain in a way that it's understandable to the chain itself. So yes, they work together, but they are quite different. Okay, so complementing kind of areas ultimately, but one feeds to the other, yeah? That's correct, yes. So Simone, tell me a little bit more about um, Agile delivery model. So I speak to a lot of clients who are, who are trying to implement or go down the path of, of Agile uh, delivery of their applications. How does AppSec fit into that model? So the Agile actually allow fast development of application. Um, a lot of companies are actually using this kind of approach just to deliver and build fast. AppSec obviously is very important and it can be embedded within this Agile uh, delivery model uh, just by using, for example, code review tool that can actually highlight uh, some common uh, vulnerability that might arise within the 
code base itself of the application. So yes, that's definitely something that can be embedded in, that, in an agile delivery model. Okay, fantastic. Yeah, excellent. Thank you. And let's talk a little bit more in, in the technical sphere now. So we've we've covered, you know, what is AppSec and you know what how does it fit in these other terminologies and how can organizations implement some AppSec controls, that kind of thing. But let's talk a little bit more about the technical. So I want to kind of step it up into the technical realm a little bit. How do you approach uh, an assessment of a web application as a security consultant? So what are the steps you would go through for, for testing a web app? So web application, well, if we have to talk about web application specifically, we approach it with two main different tools. The first one is an automated tool that can give us an overview of how uncovered vulnerabilities that might arise within the application itself. Uh, these are scanned that run automatically. Um, but then there is the big part and most important part, which is the automate the manual assessment, sorry, the manual assessment, which will uh, help us or the client uh, will help the client to uncover obvious, not so obvious vulnerabilities. For example, the logic flow vulnerability that are not that easily picked up by automated tools. Okay, so there's a distinct difference between running an automated scan and being able to manually test an application, yeah? A very much different outcome as well, yes. Okay, so probably much more valuable. It sounds more expensive as well, I guess. It takes a little bit more time performing a manual assessment, but that's something that the client should consider. Okay, excellent. And how does that differ from a, a mobile app, for example? Is, is it the same process that we would go through? It's very much the same process. There are way less automated tools for mobile application assessment. But yes, generally speaking, most of the assessment that you perform on mobile application are performed manually. Okay, excellent. And how do you, you know, can I just put it on my own mobile phone and test from there? Is there special devices I need to use? So yeah, we approach the mobile application assessment through modified device, let's say that you can call it root or jailbroken devices that help us to perform some kind of attack scenario that help us to understand what kind of communication are in progress from the application. And we start from there. Obviously, that's something we need to have to perform a proper mobile application assessment. Okay, fantastic. And then final questions around the APIs. So similarly, tell me a little bit more about APIs. So I guess ultimately, what are they and, and how do we test those? You know, does it differ much from how we do a web app test? Sure. API is the base of communication, mostly for mobile application and Internet of Things as well. Those two systems use heavily API. And the difference between web and API is just because nothing is presented. It's not a visual representation API. It's just a request and response most of the time in a language that is understandable by computer. Let's name it JSON, for example, right? So the assessment of API is performed by intercepting, tampering, and see how the system responds to some tampered request or invalid request that is sent. Okay, fantastic. And Simone, can you tell me a little bit more about some common vulnerabilities that we might find whilst we're doing AppSec engagement? So maybe, you know, what's the top few web application findings that we generally see, for example? Sure. So um, generally for web application, but also for mobile, the landscape is changing really fast. We see that our results are really in line with the OWASP top 10. I will uh, explain what OWASP is later on. But yes, OWASP top 10 is a list of most common issues identified during um, 
application assessment, let's say, AppSec in general. So what we see most of the time is the broken access control, which are all the control related to access of information. Uh, can I user access um, X information instead of uh, Y information, for example, or injection vulnerability, like a lot of cross-site scripting, SQL injection. I'm pretty sure you heard this terminology before. So those are still really common in our tests and security misconfiguration and vulnerability for out-of-date component. Those are really an everyday discovery, let's say. Excellent. And the mobile stuff is similar, similar set of vulnerability or would they be different altogether? They will focus mostly on how data is stored within the application. So how secure is session? a user logged in within a, an application itself, how the application protect the user from exfiltration of this kind of information. So yes, quite similar, but mostly related to data at rest. Okay, brilliant. Um, and tell me, what's your favorite vulnerability to find whilst you're doing a, a web app test, for example? You know, what's the one thing that you kind of go, ah, that was pretty cool, I enjoyed finding that? <laughs> Well, it falls within the injection and that's called remote command execution. So if we find something like that, that's really fun to exploit and dig around and see what else you can do with that. Okay, sounds pretty impactful as, as far as issues go that one. Absolutely, yes. You have pretty much all control all over the machine running the application. Brilliant. Excellent. And could you share with the listeners just maybe a, a war story, anything that's, you know, any recent things you might have found that you thought was quite interesting? Well, yeah, we had some account takeover uh, with one of our clients that was actually exploiting one weird vulnerability that was introduced by the cloud, let's say. So yeah, we were able to control the reset link of this reset password functionality and get back to us, the, the attacker, let's say, reset token. So we were able to take any account within the, the platform uh, that we were testing. Excellent. Well, that's really good. So from a from a from an authenticator perspective, then able to take over accounts ultimately, which is from yeah, a really, really cool finding. Excellent. Um so obviously it sounds like the issues are introduced when applications are developed, right? So I guess the, the next follow-on question that's obvious is how can organizations help their development teams to create more secure code? So how do we stop them development teams mm -hmm. pushing out you know, vulnerabilities or code with vulnerabilities in it? Yes, I would suggest the organization to train their developers. This is a really important practice uh, that should be performed, let's say, annually. As I mentioned before, the landscape and the threat that we are facing are changing. So having training at least once every year might help a lot developers just to understand how they can protect further the user data and the whole application itself. Okay, fantastic. I think also, uh, from my perspective, probably threat modeling is quite an important piece of the jigsaw here, particularly for more complex apps. So you might want to threat model it first, see how the attackers might think, and then build security controls in from that angle as well. Absolutely, I agree. Okay, perfect. Um, other frameworks that exist around AppSec? I've heard of OWASP, but could you elaborate on what OWASP do and how that helps people? 
Yes, absolutely. So the OWASP, um, for web application, let's say we have the OWASP application security verification standard, which is HSVS, uh, which is a project that provide an open application security standard. Let's say there are rules or suggestion or checklist, whatever you want to call it, that help us, tester, to follow, um, as I mentioned, checklist to check for vulnerability. That is the base. Whenever you perform an assessment, you need to follow that kind of checks because it will actually cover a lot of surface whenever you perform this kind of assessment. Excellent, thank you. And also then, I guess, one question. I suppose we've talked around the people and we just like the training, right? We've talked around a little bit around the process. So maybe we're going to follow a, a framework. Uh, but what about the mm -hmm. technology side? So is there any kind of tools that people could implement, any techniques that people could do to defend, you know, help defend applications ultimately? So, uh, you know, I've heard of a, a web app firewall. Are they useful? Are they not very useful? What, what's your opinion on those? I would suggest clients to focus on the code base itself first. Uh, having a good SDLC in place, having a good AppSec, feeding DevSecOps is probably the best approach. You can increase your security on top of that uh, through a web application firewall, definitely. Uh, there are free solution, paid solution, uh, a lot of different uh, web application firewall that you can implement. That can definitely help to block some common attack scenario, common payload, uh, and even sometimes on zero days. I've seen web application firewall blocking quite sophisticated attacks. So yes, definitely they are helpful. Code review is also quite important. So whenever they have, whenever developers have a great tool in place to perform code review, that's also a big help. And how does penetration testing fit into this? Obviously that's something we, we as a company do a lot of, but you know, from a customer point of view, how does that fit in here? What's their, what do they get out of a pen test that they wouldn't get from, you know, code review, for example? Pen testing is helping uh, the almost final product. Let's say that pen testing should be performed staging environment before getting pushed into production. Pen testing helps to identify vulnerability that might be not found within automated code review tools or uh, even um, payload that might be able to bypass web application firewall at that point. So pen testing is the ultimate resource just to confirm that the product is secure enough to be in production, let's say. Okay, brilliant. Thank you very much. Um, and is that then, I guess, one final question on pen testing while we're here. Do we think that once it's been pen tested once and gone live, is that okay or should it be repeated on a regular cadence? It must be repeated on a regular cadence. The threat, the landscape is changing a lot. I was watching a series one month ago, which is Halt and Catch Fire. I don't know if you ever heard about that. It's a quite interesting series regarding the late 80s, beginning of the 90s, where computers and technology were evolving really fast. And that reminds me a lot about AppSec, just because it's never stopping it's constantly changing and for that reason people and clients need to understand that pen testing is not something you do once and that's it but you need to continuously doing that just because to catch up new attack scenarios and threats fantastic yeah exactly i couldn't agree more there is a ever-evolving landscape out there where you know techniques are improving all the time um is yeah it's something that you may not have perceived that exist today might exist in six months time as an attack vector so i think it's important to, to have that regular cadence fantastic 
Okay. Um, so morning, I've learned a lot about AppSec. Um, I guess just one final question. What are the kind of three most important takeaways that the listener can take from, from this session today? The most important point is having a good SDLC, implementing AppSec within SDLC, having regular penetration tests, and uh, just keeping in mind that protection mechanisms are getting good these days, but with them also threat actors. So it's really important to keep up to date. Fantastic, thank you. And finally, one question for me. You've been in the AppSec field for, you know, you said at the start, 10 plus years. What, what is it that keeps you interested? Is it, is it the fact that it moves constantly and, and is always something new to learn? Always something new, something new technology to learn and some new attack scenario that are just mind blowing. So yes, that's what I like. Brilliant. Well, thank you very much, Simone.